Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Hey, Key, uh, Most awkward Jay, experience of my life. I think Jay got used to that because he makes me do the show now when he's in studio with my hand on his back. And my hand geez. is on his back right now. Oh, it's like a comfort thing or something it's now. It's not a comfort thing. Well, can comfort I take my hand food. off your back now, your, please? Your hand is nowhere near my back. You well, now I'm going to take it away. side of the room for me, damn it. All now, I can do, all I'm going to say is, if I was Jay that day, I would have just moved the dude slowly along. That's all. You would have what? Moved him slowly, slowly along. Slowly along. That's all. Yeah, I, I still want to, you know, you know how key you say. I wouldn't uh, have allowed him to rub my back. I, I still don't want to be threatening, Key. You know what I mean? You know, we had this thing on our show about being non-threatening. Like, if I were to put my hands on another man, like, I would have been the one that got pressed charge. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was the one that like, got pressed charge. I would have been the one. Like, oh, I put your hands on me. But you still well, we have my to, back. We have to get to our mock draft. Jay, I'll put my hand back. Don't worry. <laughs> Stop. We, we, we have to get to our <laughs> mock draft now. Matt Miller with us, ESPN NFL draft Analyst, founder of the Draft Scout, former director of scouting for New Era Scouting. What's going on, Matt? Man, you went deep in the resume. Like, I did you went deep? That's right. you were on my LinkedIn this morning, Max. You like that? You like the you like the setup? <laughs> All hey, right, Matt, look. has anybody ever touched the small of your back? Jeez, what? Uh, not not on purpose. I don't think. You know, maybe accidentally. We'll add it to the bio if they had next time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Once had someone put the hand on his one. All right. Matt Miller, ESPN draft analyst, are you ready for this? Because at we, we got to do the mock draft. We go 13 through 16 today, and we start with the Houston Texans. This is in a trade from the Cleveland Browns, and Corey in St. Louis is going to make the pick. With the 13th pick in the KJM mock draft, the Houston Texans select Trent McDuffie. I think he will be the best cornerback out of this draft. He's got a lot of skill. He reminds me of Trey White. Trent McDuffie, defensive back, Washington. He's so smart. There just isn't any look that confuses him. He processes passing concepts really well. Just the sight line that he plays with is always like he's a step ahead. Got and then he has really good exceptional quick close speed. He has no hesitancy with coming up and tackling. He's a very, very good and run support. Ball skills aren't great. The arm length is something that's going to come up a lot with him. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, Trip McDuffie, I think, as, as our guy Jordan there was saying, short-armed is, is the biggest thing that stands out. But he's feisty. He's tough to the line of scrimmage. I think he maybe projects best to the inside as a slot corner. So for the Houston Texans, a team that needs everything, this is too early, in my opinion, to go with someone like Trent McDuffie who has a couple athletic deficiencies or an arm length deficiency win. At 13, we should be looking at one of the top wide receivers. Maybe one of the offensive tackles falls to this spot. Maybe one of the pass rushers falls cornerback is pretty deep in this class to me 13 is way too early for Trent McDuffie yeah 13 is way too early for Trent McDuffie although he is a phenomenal defensive back out of University of Washington in a long line of guys like Marcus Peters for instance Buda Baker who's at the Arizona Cardinals if they decide that they want to pick up a corner they can pick him up later on in the draft they need to address many many needs for them because it's a building roster and a building team they need playmakers on the offensive side of the ball to help the young quarterback out as well so I agree certainly with Jordan at 14 making the pick for the Baltimore Ravens is Key's best friend Bart Scott with the 14th pick 
in the KJM mock draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Trevor Penning, Northern Iowa. Trevor Penning, offensive tackle, Iowa. Ideal height, weight, and length, 6'6", 330, you know, 34-plus inch arms, so checks all those boxes. I think above average play speed or athletic ability on the field. He tested like an elite athlete, but I don't see that on tape. Plays very high. I don't think he uses leverage to his advantage very well. He doesn't recover super well, and his hands need quite a bit of work and pass protection in terms of how he times his strikes. Yeah, I, I agree with the Trevor Pitting pick a lot. And I think the Baltimore Ravens are in a spot where they're going to have to reach for a guy. Uh, that's just where we're at in this draft at 14. You're going to have to reach for Trevor Pitting. If they don't take him here, someone else will. Maybe the New Orleans Saints a couple picks later. And the offensive tackle group is not good enough where you can say, we'll wait till round two and get a starter. You, you can't do that this year. So the Ravens have kind of backed themselves into a corner with that need at right tackle. If Pinning's there, it, it really does feel like he's going to be the pick. Look, you're not looking for great uh, athleticism from right tackles. You're looking for road warriors, and I think at the at the Iowa level that he played at in Northern Iowa, you're going to get a road warrior. You're going to get a a hog that can do some things. It, it, pass protection is not that big of a deal because we're talking about a right hand quarterback in Lamar Jackson. So the left side is the most important. Right side, you can always get some help there if you need be. I think for them, much like you just said, Madden, not Jordan. That is certainly what they're going to be doing is reaching at this position. Yep. With the 15th pick in this KJM mock draft, the Philadelphia Eagles, that selection from the Miami Dolphins in a trade, Pat is going to pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. What? <laughs> all right. Santa Claus is the best. Cheese steaks are the worst, boo! You don't want the smoke. Right, with the 15th pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jordan Davis, defensive tackle from Georgia. Our very own Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia. The knock on him coming into the draft with it, he was only going to be on the field for first and second down, not likely to be on the field for third down. Then he has a combine that makes everybody just uh, ooh and awe, and all of a sudden we're tripping over ourselves. He's going to take a double team, and you're going to be really happy he's on your team, but when we look at the stats at the end of the year, it's not like he's going to have 10 sacks. What do you think of our very own Pat Costello's pick, Matt Miller? Oh, I think this is a good player, but not where the Eagles need, like – I mean, is Jalen Hurts going to throw him the ball? Come on, guys. Jordan Davis is a good player, but the Eagles need offense. They need pass catchers. They needed, or they missed on Jalen Rager in the first round of 2020. Devonta Smith needs a running mate. I think they have to go wide receiver here with their first pick. I like Jordan Davis. I think he's going to be a really good nose tackle in the NFL. But positional value tells me that if you got to go receiver. If you don't go receiver, you got to go pass rusher or corner uh, on the outside like a defensive end or a starting corner. So I, I think I love Jordan Davis, but I don't like this pick, guys. You know, I, I don't mind the pick six 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 seven monster at a defensive tackle, run-stuffing type guy. No, he's not going to be at a nose tackle getting you 12 sacks. That's not his job. At the wide receiver position, I understand exactly what Matt is saying. They can, in this draft, find a receiver later on that will give them some help. You never know about Jalen Rigger. Jalen Rigger may come around in his second year in a new offense. We just don't know. We obviously know about Devontae Smith. The cornerback situation, they also can get another corner later on in the draft. So they can feel need. 
But this kid here at 6'7", 6'6", 6'7", 337 pounds, I like him as a freak nature to clog the middle. And with our final selection today, the 16th pick an hour KJM mock draft in a trig with the Indianapolis Colts through the Philadelphia Eagles. The New Orleans Saints have the selection, and Dylan in Louisiana is going to select for him. With the 16th pick in the KJM mock draft, the New Orleans Saints select Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. With Trevor Penning off the board and the Saints in rebuild mode, Key, I know you like your nephew Mike T a lot, but the Saints really need some other depth at wide receiver. Traylon Burks is a big guy that can go up and get that ball. He's not a big burner. You know, he's not the fastest guy in the draft, but he'll be a big play threat for them. Uh, some people want them to pick quarterback in this draft. I say hold off, get in rebuild mode, wait another year, and come back next year for another uh, quarterback in the draft. Just all about accumulating weapons at this point. Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. Traylon, he's a six foot three receiver. He's built well. He's a big physical receiver. I don't think he's a great route runner. I think he's a little bit, you know, slow in and out of his breaks. He's great in the slot. You know, most guys are ex receivers that are that size on the outside, but he does some of his best work at Arkansas in the slot and some of his best work after the catch, which is unusual. Matt, what do you yeah, think? I like Traylon Burks, and I do think the Saints need a wide receiver, but I think they he's too much like what they have in, in our guy, Michael Thomas, who's one of the best slant runners in the league, one of the best underneath route runners in the league. When I look at the Saints, I think they need someone to compliment him, not someone to mimic what he does on the other side. So Chris Olave is a deep threat, would have been, a, a, I think, a better pick in this spot. But wide receiver is definitely the right way to go, Keith. Certainly wide receiver is a position, and I echo everything you're saying. Yes, Traylon Burton is a big receiver, 6'3", 225 pounds out of Arkansas. He cannot run. You don't need to duplicate some of the same traits that you have in a a sneaky Michael Thomas. You need a Chris Olave. You need somebody to lift the coverage. If you go back and you think about the success of the New Orleans Saints with Michael Thomas, when they had the Ted Ginn Juniors, the Emmanuel Samuel Sanders, they had guys that can lift the coverage to go along with Michael Thomas. I don't necessarily think that this is the right pick. The wide receiver position is a pick. This one particular is not the right pick. And there you have it. Picks 13 through 16. Monday, we pick it up on KJM 17, 18, 19, and 20. And Matt Miller, we thank you for your expert analysis. Sorry, Jordan Miller. Called him Jordan earlier. I meant Matt. Jordan Miller. All right. I still love you guys. I think you also called him Traylon Burton, and his name is Burks. What? Did I say That's how much he hated the pick. (laughs) (laughs) Pat Costello. true. I'm with you. I, you get a, anytime you tell me you're going to get the best nose tackle in a draft, I'm with you. All right, anyway, but Matt Miller knows more about this than I do. You really handled the booze well, PC. I'm proud yeah. of you, Pat. I had his back. He's all right. Cat got your tongue. Pat, we're talking to you. He actually walked away because of all the booze. Oh, yeah. He, oh, my God. We put him out of the control room. He was actually sitting in my seat, and then I kicked him out. He's sitting in HR right now. Ooh. By violations. He said, yeah. He said uh, that I'm, his pick was. I like terrible. to officially apologize now so it can't be held against me later. See, we'd be messing HR. up. Oh, so, oh, yeah. about Pat. Yes, I just yes, to make sure that, that was we're, we're, relentless taunting yes, of yeah, Pat that by was you not, and Key. Yeah, that was yeah. not hey, right. Hey, I'm not scared of any of you. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Max, I also want to let He's you know sad. we do, me- we do mess away. up some names around here. You ain't lying. What? Hold on. What? Trey, Trey Lon, and why can't just why can't just be Trey? 
Oh, oh, See, I see. Trayvon. Just come, no, come on, I thought, man. Uh, Nanica, I thought you meant Nanica. <laughs> what did I call Monica? No, no, Monica's Nanica. a Narnia McNutt. No, 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 I'm just saying, Nanica we Nanica as in us peoples is what I meant, Max. Us peoples. He was not talking about you. We as in excluding me and Key. Me. I see. Yeah, just Key call him I. Trey or Trayvon. This whole Traylon and it's Trey just it gave you a studio <laughs> curveball. Traylon. Monica McNutt. Traylon's unique. Do you think Traylon is a combination of Trayvon and something Lon? Yeah, yeah, what Lon? They, they thought they thought, ah, well, Marlin? let's call him Trayvon. No, let's call him Lonnie. Okay, hey. Yeah, Lonnie. right. Call him Trayvon. <laughs> it is named after Trayvon and Lon. Right, yeah. Leave that. this man alone. Oh, damn, damn mess. We just can mess up some names. It's okay. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's get back to the NBA. The Grizzlies are up two games to one, and nothing seemed natural all night long. Three seconds left. Hand it back to John Moran, who throws the basketball up into the scoreboard above the floor. Y'all hear that growl up there? Oh, my goodness. We got dogs on this side, man. Is that what that is? We got dogs over here. (laughs) We got no chihuahuas either. Big German (laughs) Shepherds. I'm so happy I'm going to Memphis. I'm so happy I'm going to Memphis. I can't wait to see a game. I can't wait to be with my peeps down there. You want to eat some barbecue? Barbecue. I'm, I'm getting it all, Key. I'm getting it all. Me I need too. the full Me Memphis too. experience. Are you coming, Max? Oh, yeah, of course. Just like I was in Chicago. Yes, I'll be right, right there. Right there. That was some good deep dish, dish pizza. Caught it. Took in a Cubs game, the whole thing. With the Cubs <laughs> Max game. Kellerman. Yeah. What's up? Stop trying to tell the people that right you there. was in Chicago. Oh, well, the three of us had such a good time. <laughs> just, oh, just, joking around. Remember when that dude put that his hand on, on Jay's back? He, oh, we were laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah. All those cocktails. That, all those cocktails. cocktails. All those cocktails um, you and Evan consumed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Key, Every key. story with Jay starts out wait, with cocktails. Wait, Yates, Yates, play it one more time for me, Yates. Play it again. <laughs> that line from Dave Chappelle, the Prince skit kills me. I'm not on your team, man. That's how yeah. I felt. That was the best sketch breaks. comedy show oh ever. I don't care what anyone says. Game blouses. <laughs> blouses. Did he cook, what do you cook them? <laughs> you, know, you guys want to come back to my house pancakes? Some pancakes? Yeah, cook some pancakes. Breaks. What, 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 what? What? Oh, my God. That's a, Wait, I just wanted to get y'all attention. What was that? Are you broken? What the hell I just was wanted that? to get, what? I wanted to get, y'all, I wanted to get, sometimes that's the only way you can get Max's record, attention. You got to do something. Scratched. Something extreme. <laughs> extreme to get him to go, huh, what's that? What are you talking hey, what about? <laughs> what What? Uh, Come back to us, Max. Where are you? Yeah. Which Why game you start your next question off with what again? Memphis. Though? Let's <laughs> talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. They haven't done yeah, that. Yeah, which in a game you going to, uh, Jay? Which game? It's probably going to be Memphis Golden State. Oh, so yeah. you'll be Memphis? Go- okay, all right. Yeah, if they if, if Memphis takes care of business again in Minnesota, then wins again in Memphis. You know what's crazy? I know the Golden State Warriors are favored to win the whole thing. I know Memphis had to make a comeback, a great comeback, in order to you know squeak by a team that is out of sorts and whose best player, it, like whose guy who should be their best player, isn't really showing up in the big moments. I know all that's true. I'm just saying, I, I know in the NBA there are, level, there are steps normally teams take. Memphis is live against Golden State if they get there. Oh I think they're live. I don't know, man. I think they're live. Key, I'm trying I don't to tell know about you. that one. They're deep. They're excellent. And Ja is still getting into the swing of things. He really hasn't but, but Key, the played point his is, best yet. Watching, watching those German Shepherds, watching those dogs, Against yep. the likes of Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I said it last year. When they bounce Golden State out of the playing game, everybody knows on paper 
Golden State, what they're building is lethal. It's dangerous. On paper, they win the matchup. But in reality, that's going to be a fight. Who says German Shepherds anymore? That's what they just said. Those are canines. I know, but still, it's all pits nowadays. It's like the old Norm MacDonald, like the Doberman when I was a kid. Now he's out of work. The other day, that looked pretty, man. That German Shepherd was clean and pretty. Alan Hahn has now joined us. You just compare yourself Han to a German on ESPN Shepherd? Radio. You just compare yourself to a German Shepherd. I mean, I'm a half German, so I mean, uh, that's. Are you also a shepherd? <laughs> More like a <laughs> there are, poodle. On my show, there are times. <laughs> on, my, on one side, a German. On the other side, a shepherd. We heard it, Han. Yo. You're more like a poodle. Oh, is this Ooh. what we're going to do now? Well, poodles are cute, so I'll take that, Keith. Thank you. All right. Alan Hans getting the straight talk you know. brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. What'd you make John. of the Grizzlies comeback, oh, Alan? How I missed you, John. I, I can't believe I couldn't get a timeout through 21 straight points. That's one. <laughs> where it's just uh, we're all yelling right at the TV. Like, can I get a timeout, please? Something. Stop the momentum. Stop the bleeding. It was uh, that was something to see. But it's Minnesota is such a prototypical young team in your building. The crowd's got that's a really good building to play in. That's a loud gym. And they had it. They were riding that momentum. And when they just ran out of that energy and the, and the Memphis then started to turn it on, there was just – there was no stopping it. And it got into Minnesota's head. You could see it. They just fell apart. Uh, and Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, I've seen more of his dad than I've seen of him in these games. Like, like I don't know what's happening with him right now in the playoffs, but they need, they need to get him going. Well, it looked good for him after game one. Right. Yeah. He just went away. Yeah. So, He's been foul trouble, too. Been really bad. Got yeah. his head. I mean, you have as many fouls as you do rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. That starts yeah, there. Wh- wh- yeah. It starts That's embarrassing. There. It starts there and it ends there. How about, how about sh- a shot attempts? He only yeah. took four shots. That's what I'm, I don't And understand. he'll say, well, I'm not getting the ball. I was going to say, though. Where's your motor? Say, huh? who, who fault is that, though? Is that is that him? Him. Yes. Not taking the him. shots? Yes. Was it them not getting him involved no. enough no. Key, to watch take the him. shots? Watch him. His motor for a guy his age is sad. Like he does not run hard, doesn't play hard. He there's something going on with him. I don't know what it is, if it's physical or mental, but his motor is not good. And you could see it. And that's why you're not getting shot attempts because your team runs. They get down the floor. They play fast. So he's they playing lazy for you. man ball. It feels like it. It feels like he's he got a motor issue. He should be in issue. the conversation with Embiid and all those guys based on his skills, yes. and he is not in that conversation. Perfect. Perfect. And, and I was thinking of that last night, Max. I watched him, and I thought he needs an offseason like Joel had where he had that moment where i got to get myself into shape physically. I've got to get right because I've got too much talent to be this mediocre. And after the post, like the post game, uh, next question. Like, it takes I'm going to go back to my house and have some wine. You're not LeBron James. Yeah. You haven't won multiple yeah. championships. What the hell are you talking about going back to your house to do, decompress? Yeah. Alan, here's the other big thing we've been talking about, one of the other big things we've been talking about today. Steph coming off the bench – they're not losing, right? No. So what do you do now? They're about to sweep Denver. Yep. What do you do heading into the next series? Like, if, it ain't, if they can't hit the curveball, keep throwing the curveball. If they can't stop the right hand, keep throwing right hands. Different opponent, yeah, though. I get it's a different opponent, but there are good arguments on both sides. Do you keep them off the bench until you lose, or do you put them into the starting lineup? If it ain't broke, don't fix it in this series. I think yeah. when you move on to the next series and on, you eventually have to get Steph Curry to a point where he's playing 40 minutes. you got to build him up to that. You can't do that if he's coming in eight minutes, seven minutes into the game. So you'll have to get there eventually. I hope it doesn't negatively affect Jordan Poole. It shouldn't because he's played so, so well. And you still have Curry finishing games. I don't think it's necessary in this series, but I do think we'll, we'll, you'll have to get there by the next series. You're starting on the road likely in Memphis. That's what I try to tell Max in, in – in to get him to understand that 
hey, consensus. he is not uh, hurting at all right now. Yes, in this series, you sweep it. Now you make that necessary adjustment up against, I'm assuming it'll be Memphis. That's what Jay believes. I believe it because Jay believes it. It becomes Memphis. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, if you want to insert him back into the lineup against them young guns, you do that. And part of the reason I believe that he's on the bench right now anyway is because he was coming back off injury and they wanted to bring him along mm-hmm. slowly. I feel like the Golden State, we know that, we know what time that is. Like, they're going to sweep. What does it say about the back-to-back MVP that now he's been swept in back-to-back <laughs> seasons when it happens? Well, he's about, yeah, he's about to. He gave you 37 and 18. He did everything he could. Draymond had that great steal at the end there on him, which shouldn't have happened. Um, it does say a lot, Jay, but it also says that he's by himself. He's missing two other stars. And, and I've not seen in this There you league, go, Yates. That's what I was I have not for. seen a guy in this – anyone, one person, carry a team without help. I'll, I'll ask you this. When was the last time a MVP, and we're expecting him to be one this year again, when is the last time an MVP was swept in a seven-game series? In the, first, see, in the first round. In the first round. I don't think it's ever happened. But my pet peeve with that, Han, is an MVP. It's not, it's not about he needs the help. It's about at the moment that I need you to do what MVPs do, you don't. That's the problem that I have with him. It's like the like, lob pass, Allen, that he had. I need you to Gordon, finish the deal. Pass. The rip that Draymond got bad. Like, yeah, you both just... are making great points, and it's also getting thrown out of game two. Yeah, yeah you you're can't, doing stuff. You, you, do you, you can't, when, you, when you're it, mentally quitting, and that's a bad look. Think it about it, Allen. When Embiid hits the shot, he hits the shot. When Kobe hits the shot, LeBron hits the shot, MJ hits the shot, Kevin Durant hits the shot, that, those dudes hit the shots. You know, and so it's kind of like, if we gonna keep giving him MVPs in the regular season, when you carry him into the postseason, it, I need you at pivotal is, moments throughout the game to bam. When Giannis last round. year came back, when Giannis came back last year, Han, and we was talking about, oh my God, I can't believe that he looked like he tore his knee up completely and would be done for years to come. And he came back on that court, and I think he gave him a fifty piece. It is the first mm-hmm. round, right. although they are playing who could be the eventual champs. Yeah. I'll say this also, 100%. Bad passes and critical moments getting thrown out of games. I will point out to everyone, when I bring this up about Steph, behind the back, game seven, fate of the universe on the line, oh, home court. Brutal pass. You know, brutal pass. But this happens to great players, and Steph, had, Steph yeah. um, has had some excellent, like against Toronto, even though they lost, he didn't Max, have anyone I with him. He had some big games, but great players have had moments. It was game seven at home. I can't. It was the fourth quarter. Max, I can't. Han, you got to get me one game. Like my, you're the back-to-back MVP. Just give me in one. the first round. Oh no, 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 no quite. Like, like for Jokic, he tried. He tried to win this game by himself. Thirty-seven and eighteen. I mean, he gave you everything he had in this game until the end. That was a bad, bad place. But yes, this is a must-win for him, him. not yes. just his team. This is a must-win for him. And by the way, we'll get to this in the off-season next year for him with you with Jamal Murray back. It's winning time. Mm-hmm. If you're not winning a championship, yes. that, I mean, if everybody else is going to get judged by the chip and you're winning MVPs, you're going to get it next. And, and Jokic never gets criticized. It's coming for next season. For Bingo, him. because when they were last in the playoffs and hot, Jamal Murray was the best was player the on the team. Hence, and Jokic has yet to do that right. when it matters most. Hence why some Denver fans are trying to force him to come back and play now, Jamal Murray, after not playing for the whole year because they know what time it is with Murray. That is Alan Hahn, ladies and gentlemen. Barton Hahn, noon Eastern on ESPN Radio. 
and ESPN we'll Plus. See you in that 202 matchup. You're going Appreciate down, you brother. Down. I got my copper fit on my knees already. <laughs> copper fit. Don't forget, most improved fourth grade. All, right? All region, right? A pro football Hall of Famer is back on the gridiron. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy Keyshawn, j will and Max. 48-year-old T.O., Terrell Owens, caught a touchdown pass in the fan-controlled football league. Key, is it uh, time for a comeback? You getting ready to suit up? Do I even need to respond to that, man? Come on, man. No! Do you think you can make that catch, Key? I'm not, no. I don't want to try to make the catch. No. My playing day ended long time ago. I am not thinking about playing football. Imagine that. I'm old enough to remember the original. <laughs> never, never, baby. Keyshawn Could J. Willemax presented by Progressive Insurance. Remember the original If I Ruled the World, Key? Oh, yeah, that was so long ago. Kid who took my place was happy as could be. He was running his mouth like Muhammad Ali. All right. All right, man. I'm old. Let's bring my dude on here. Another man. old guy with us today. Nah, he but old. he's Don't still playing. Nah, now, listen, he's, I'm, he's still playing. I've seen it. I've hooped with him. There ain't no, nothing about a, that old. He's an athlete no. right here. T.O. with us. Terrell Owens, Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver. What's up, T.O.? What up, T.O.? Hey, what's up? What's up, fellas? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? You tell us, how'd you get involved with this fan-controlled football league? Oh, man, just uh, just doing something I've been doing, you know, for, you know, over the summers. Um, and I have uh, a friend and uh, an agent uh, that's been working working closely with some of the guys in the uh, FCF. And, uh, you know, really, honestly, like I said, it's, it's uh, an opportunity that came about and 
it's something I've been doing anyway is running routes and, and uh, you know, helping guys out. So this is really kind of what that, what that, what this is. Um, and like I said, just helping and mentoring some guys and just playing football. That's, that's really the gist of it. Well, I, I, I want to notice, and I'm just scratching my head. We came in the league at the same time, and clearly I retired way before you because you're still playing. Why even continue right. to keep getting tackled, slammed to the ground? Like what, at 48 years old, no, you're not old, you're young. But damn, T.O., come on, man. You got to wake up feeling a certain way after a game. I mean, that's anybody, it doesn't matter how old you are, but, I mean, I've conditioned my body. I'm just different. Um, I Mm -hmm. feel like there are some people out there that kind of defy the odds and they're just built different, and I'm one of those guys. I've never been one of those guys that kind of fit in just to to fit in. Um, I've never uh, believed in what someone says that you can't do. Uh, because you're a certain age, you know, in the NFL, uh, they feel they feel like okay, once you get a certain age at any or every position, they feel like your 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 skill set declines or what have you. But with me, I'm not one of those guys. I just feel like I'm one of those guys who's been truly blessed uh, with a skill set, the talent to do what I'm doing, and nobody can really do what I'm doing at my age, and I'm showing that. You know, I'm one of the first people that will come to your defense and say, if they when they ask me, can he still play in the NFL? I say, yeah, he can be a three or four guy, and if need be, he probably could be your two in certain situations. Why do you think right. the NFL teams, if teams aren't willing, I know the ages are when you get to thirty, they're always tripping. But why do you think that there's not like somebody saying, you know what, we're paying eight fifty the minimum to some guys that can't play. Why don't we? Why don't we take a look at Tio? Why do you think that is? Oh man, you know what it is. <laughs> without, without without me actually saying it, it's you know it's obviously it's politics, and you know honestly some 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 guys get opportunities that others uh, others don't. Um, again, but that still doesn't discourage me, and it's all about relationships too. Um, but at the end of the day, you kind of you, you see what it is, you know, and I don't really have to spell it out. Um, but again, at, at at any given time, like I said, I, I've always been one of those guys that never say never. Um, like I said, there's always going to be doubters out there. Um, naysayers or what have you, but this is not about me, you know, honestly trying to actively get into the league. But again, mm-hmm. over the years, you know, there have been opportunities where I felt like I, I could obviously play uh, and it may be an opportunity. And a lot of people have been like, oh, well, he can't take a hit. He can't do this. He can't do that. Well, now people know. Uh, mm-hmm. They had like that I was a, a carton of eggs. Like as soon as I got, got hit, I was just going to break into pieces. Um, but like I said, I'm one of those guys, man, I've, I've never been afraid to be great. Um, and I've never one, been one of those guys, obviously, to, to fit in um, with the norm. Because like I said, you know, I feel like um, I did that, like you said earlier. Uh, we came in the same draft class in 96. Um, nobody expected me to do uh, the things that, that I did uh, out of that draft class. And uh, look where I am uh, now. I'm in the Hall of Fame. And like I said, the, the same work ethic and, and things that uh, enable me to do that, uh, to don the name, uh, to, to, to don the, uh, the phrase of, of Hall of Fame, um, I still use that in everything that I do. It's desire, dedication, and, and discipline. T.O., I've hooped with you. <clears throat> I've had my friend Graham Bunn over in L.A. literally put me on FaceTime with you. I watch Hooper. You still play. I mean, like The way you move is right. so different, man. It's so unique. If, if, if there are right. three teams – and I want you to tell, like, three teams in the NFL that you would like to play right. for. What would those three teams be, mm-hmm. T.O.? 
Oh man, that's man. Honestly, that's tough. It's just it. It, it honestly, it, it all boils down to uh, a fit and and where they feel like I could go in and and, and play. And like as Keyshawn said, yeah, could I go in now and be a, a fifty to sixty snap guy? Probably not. But in certain situations, yeah, yeah, I could be your number two. Yeah, but T, that, um, that's again, a, that's like, what I was I've curious always, about, T.O. Like if you look at, I know, I know you watch the game all the time. Like what would yeah. what are the three teams that you think you could help that you see as a opportunity for you? Or just one? Oh, man. Just, I mean, teams I think that would be on the cusp of, of uh, winning a championship um, that needs uh, that needs Green, the uh, Green Bay Packers. Presence. Green Bay Packers. Right, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you guys, like, yeah, uh, again, watch the game as well. I mean, obviously, they, they lost a lot when they lost uh, uh, Devontae Adams. They, they, they lost Scandling. Um, so, again, I mean, it's not going to be the same Green Bay Packers uh, this year for Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, if he, if he thinks that. Um, but again, all, all you look at the Raiders with what, what they have. They're, they've been on the cusp. They've been on the edge of of getting into into the playoffs. Now they have somebody like Devontae Adams. Like I said, I would have, honestly have to see how the season starts to unfold and look and, and and see how the playoff picture looks to see if there's an opportunity there where they could need somebody uh, of my caliber. But again, like I said, it's, I've, I've shown and I can show and will continue to do that. Um, that I that I can play play the game. Like I said, you think about and Keyshawn knows. You think about the game being played in third down situation and, and in red zone. And when you think about red zone playing in the FCF, that's essentially that's essentially what you're playing. You're playing in the red zone the whole entire time because everything is quicker and faster. Hey, uh, listen, To, when people were calling you selfish for playing in the Super Bowl hurt and you were the best player on the field, that was nonsense. <laughs> when you could still play right. in the NFL and they wouldn't give you a look, that was nonsense. You keep doing what you're right. doing. Always fun talking to you. No, he can still play. They just got to give him opportunity. For sure. Thanks right, for jumping on with us this morning. And, and, I, and I appreciate the opportunity to, to get on and talk with you guys. And this is where it starts because I had this talk with uh, Shannon Sharp prior to me going on his, uh, his, uh, his, his, his podcast. And I think – you know, I dispel kind of like I didn't convince him, but again, it's something that, like I said, when people have voices, everybody listens. You know what I mean? And so when you have guys that have played the game that are constantly saying, "Oh, well, he can't do this or he can't do that. He's too old." Now, like I said, I, I've taken a hit. I've fallen, and I, and I woke up the next day. And I'm walking around. I played in the game. Uh, what is Saturday? I flew back to L.A. Sunday, and then on Monday, I played in a basketball league. So it's nothing. It's it's nothing. It's something that I'm built for. Yeah. That's Terrell Owens, Pro Football Hall of Fame <laughs> wide receiver. Max, if I was Thanks running the team, I'd sign him as my three or four. I yeah. would. I mean, I like. I remember he couldn't get a job six, seven years ago, and he was obviously better than a lot of receivers in the league. That was nonsense then. <laughs> Man, absolutely better than some. Yep, so like 48 <laughs> still better than some. Thanks, Tio. Thank virtually you. a tie, hey, guys. I appreciate it, guys. You too, man. Thank. Virtually a tie in the poll question. Is that even possible? Because, you know, you choose your own adventure. You what? choose what we're going to talk about in the last segment of the show. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll talk about both. We're back in less than two minutes on most ESPN radio stations. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Jeremy Fowler is here. All right, Good. Jeremy. I see the shirt matching the socks. I see the, I see the, hey, the style game coming out today. To KJM, you got to bring the heat. Every time. This is Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Key, I just had the worst miss on a waste paper basket. I'm sitting here going, Steph Curry can't hit a clutch shot. I, uh, anyway, listen, <laughs> spit my water I, I'll out tell you what. Floor. You know what? It occurs to me, guys, like Ben Simmons, we're having this whole, should he come back if he's ready, this and that, and maybe 15 minutes of defense on Jason Tatum can't hurt and all this kind of stuff. What about out West? If Zion is ready to go, the Pelicans are now facing a situation against Phoenix. Phoenix ain't going to have Devin Booker this series. Devin Booker's out, and the Pelicans are live. Jay, Zion come back? Well, look, Zion has wanted to come back, supposedly, but the team has said, hey, no, we don't think it's time, the good timing on it. I think if you're the Pels, you're looking at this and you're saying, yo. Timing just got better. 27, I mean, you give me 27 and 8. I mean, those are the stats that Zion Williamson has. So, like, I'm looking at the situation saying Devin Booker being out, they have a legitimate shot to win this series. Like, I, I never thought I would say that, Key. Jay, do they need more points, though? Like, do they need more scoring? Because it, it's different than Ben Simmons. But do they need more scoring to take care of Phoenix? They, they may not. But, Key, if you have a chance, <laughs> if you have a chance to, to beat them, like, yo, we could be talking about them in the Western Conference finals. No, I get it. But I'm just know, talking, I'm, about, I'm, the, I'm I'm talking just, about from a – rebounding yes, no I'm, I'm talking about implementing him into the lineup disrupting what you already got going different than ben simmons because brooklyn needs defense but that's what i'm saying okay like if you look at the like, we have the mavs pushing the brink of utah okay bringing luca back late like the mavs are up 2-1 right now so i have like up top if you're the pelicans you're like hold on like, we may have to go against the Mavs, not even Utah. Does it make sense to let Zion start playing a little bit now so he can be revved up by the time we get there? Like, we trust him what we have with Brandon Ingram, with C.J. McCollum. And now you're looking at the bottom, like Memphis and Golden State have to be up on each other. We could be talking about the Pelicans in the Western Conference Let's not finals. forget uh, Zion. The question was, a year and a half ago, best super young player in the game, Luka or Zion? Who is going to be the face of the league? Like, now Luka has stayed healthier, right? Zion, when he has been healthy, first year was real good for his age and then was great for his age. Like, even if he's 50% of himself, Key J, that's a nice player to insert into, into your lineup, man. Oh, my goodness. The fact that we're talking about the Pelicans getting out of the first round, beating Phoenix is just it, – it's, it's a win for Could me. Could happen, man. It's a win. Without Booker, it could happen. 
yeah, and then you look at I mean, they Cam go Johnson's going to be playing in the starting line. He's good. Yeah, man. Good three and D, but not Devin Booker. I'm just trying to tell you. I mean, Zion's different. I mean, Zion, Ben Simmons, Luca's out. All these guys coming back. You see how much they can affect their team. Timing is you need them. You need them now more than ever. The NBA playoffs, exciting. Live. Uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max back in 10 seconds. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Pizza can be thin, it can be thick. thick yeah. In this case, it was a thick pizza. You like thick pizza? I like a lot of things thick. What? So, and I like thin sliced pizza, crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Key. Pop that thing. Go on, Key. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, man, Key had some. Key, had, Key got some dance moves, man. And then Key woke up the next day and was walking like a 90-year-old to the studio. <laughs> what should we talk about at 945? Well, it's called the 945 segment. That's right now. What do we talk about right now? Okay. Hockey hat tricks. I don't know how we'll put that in there. 13% hat-tricks. put it in there. Said, yeah, we should talk about hockey hat tricks. James, yeah. Okay, we just did. Shout 18% said Jokic's, Jokic's new nickname. 18% said we should give him a new nickname, I guess, after uh, he, he you know, came up. Runny eggs. <laughs> 34.5% said baseball brawls. Virtual tie, 34.9%. Fights on flights. Fights on flights. Fights on flights wins by, a, by a less than half a percentage point over baseball brawls. People love fights, trying to tell you. But, like, at what point did somebody tap that idiot on the shoulder and say, you know who that is? Right. So what happened is Mike Tyson's on a plane trying to mind his business. Some obnoxious fan behind him won't leave him alone. Max (laughs) Kellerman. Yo, there was a Simpsons episode where Barney, the town drunk, picks a fight for some reason with Joe Frazier. (laughs) Like, it's the worst idea. Why would you pick a fight with Mike Tyson? What is the matter with you? You're not smart. Your brain is already beat in, apparently. Even if you don't know he was a former heavyweight champion of the world, he has a tattoo on his face. (laughs) On his face? (laughs) Wait, look, look. Think about what I just said, Max and Jay. Even if you don't know he was a heavyweight champion of the world, Look at his face. Oh. And, he's, and he's walking around, not even six feet tall. He's got to be walking around 230, 240 nowadays. Swole right? up. He's swole. swole. He's, like a, he's like a fire hydrant. But he's, he's got a, a tattoo on his face. A fire hydrant with a face tattoo. Even why if you would didn't I, know why would I? Why would I want to mess with that? By the way, I give this, man, I give this man kudos. I, don't, I, don't, I couldn't see the picture of him, but he took multiple hits. Yeah, but it was but just but, but those was close blows because he's yeah, in a no you leverage. know you're in a small space. If and Mike didn't get a chance to square up yeah, on him, right? Up on, yeah, it was, so it was if he'd have got a square tap, up tap, on him, right? He'd have been going off on a gurney, I'm sure. Oh my! Do you know Mike Tyson nowadays? How unlikely it is 
this, um, like, I don't want to sound patronizing, but how can you not be proud of Mike Tyson? Think of the life he led. I, he had stuff going on in his childhood you don't even want to think about, right? So messed up. And from Spofford, you know, juvie, you know, and, and to upstate New York, all this life changed and all the bad things he did. And he wound yeah. up in prison and the whole thing. And I never thought he'd be alive today, let alone thriving. Like, think about what Mike's got. He's got Whoa. the podcast, the business. He's, he's, like, laid back. He's philosophical, interesting to listen to. He's not looking for trouble. He's trying to mind his business. Well, let, me ask, let me ask you guys this. Isn't it interesting the tone that we even have for Mike Tyson? If this were another athlete swinging on somebody that was bothering them on a seat, like, we will be talking about them in a different way. It's almost like we're not talking about Mike Tyson like we're disappointed. Because you know it ain't well, him. In this situation, you know it ain't him. But I'm saying, like, but even if somebody's annoying you, do you just turn around and man, start Jay, at somebody? I done been – well, they said he threw – the guy threw a water bottle or something like that that was reported um, yeah, yeah. through a water bottle at oh, Mike really? Tyson. Oh, what are okay. you doing? I, I didn't see the full report apparently. No it, was a, no, it was a reported – it was reported that they threw a water bottle at Mike Tyson. Now that's even more stupid as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but but I've seen fight. fight I've seen fights on planes before with girls, on uh, women on the plane fighting one another. I've seen other dudes on planes fighting one another. It's I love not. It, Keith, I love when people fight over the luggage space. The luggage space. Oh, the luggage space is the lug- so real. Or, or or the I'm not moving from the window to the aisle wow. for you to put your kid there. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I've seen all those before. I've oh, seen them all. One thing I haven't seen is the former heavyweight champion yeah, of, of the, the world, world. <laughs> known as one of the most ferocious fighters who ever lived, <laughs> who had been locked up, who had bitten of, uh, uh, another champion's ear off, who? like doing all this wild yeah, stuff yeah. throughout his career. And not only that, one of the greatest knockout artists of all time, who is now living a peaceful, productive life as an influential and positive member of society, Some, he's right? He's kissing <laughs> pigeons on his IG page. Somebody Who, trying way, to challenge him. is now well known for consumption of a recreational product that leads to passive calm behavior, <laughs> right? Just trying to mind his business. Why would you get on a plane and pick a fight with him until he you turns around and beats your head? Why would you pick a fight with a professional boxer at all anyway, whether you knew it or not. You remember, Max, you covered boxing. Who was that that got into a fight with another professional heavyweight boxer out in the streets? Was it like Riddick Bowe or something like that? You're thinking about like, Mike Tyson and nope. Mitch Blood Green. Oh, that's what, I'm, that's what I was thinking Up of. Up in Harlem. Yeah. That's Harlem, what I was thinking outside. of. By Dapper Dan's. Tell yeah. me about that. What happened? I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. They were, got into it because Mitch had gone the distance. He was one of the few dudes on Tyson's. Mitch Green was a great amateur heavyweight, right? And he was a very good professional heavyweight. But Tyson beat him. A uh, 10 rounds decision. But Mitch Blood went the distance with him, right? And Mitch Blood Green was nuts. Like, you know, I, I used to see him in Gleason's gym. My brother and I trained in Gleason's gym. I used to see Mitch Blood Green in there. And he, nice dude, but crazy. So he runs into Mike Tyson in the street. Yeah, it didn't end well for Mitch Green. No, it didn't end well for him at all. Just like it didn't end well for the junior college baseball player. It, it, the first thing that I would say is, Jay and Max, if y'all get into a fight, y'all better fight y'all way out of it when y'all with me. Unless the y'all can't win, I'll help. Otherwise, the, I'm just going to watch. The biggest dude in the crew is just watching the if, two if, little key, guys. You know what I'll do for you? If I saw Mike Tyson tapping you, I'm just calling 911 as your friend. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not. For you. you don't have to worry about that with Mike because I'm not. I'm not even. We should have seen that college player try to, to tackle Mike Tyson like that. <laughs> <laughs> not even. 
Just telling you, y'all better win on y'all. And own. Mike should have a heads up so he could time him and throw a punch. That's the matchup I want to see. That dude trying to tackle Mike Tyson. I like Get the my broom face. out, Denver. Come on, MVP. Like Mike game. Tyson alone. One game, Jokic. See Run you on Monday. Run game. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.